0: Okay, this is the first episode of That Notion Podcast, the 8th of September, 2019, Sunday morning, 9.14am.
1: I may keep that
0: (laughs) (laughs) as an intro.
1: To that notion podcast my name is matt mccormick and this is my co-host gary allen how are you doing today gary
0: i'm good thank you
1: matt how are you i'm not too bad guy? i'm not too bad i'm desperately trying not to make this sound like a local radio talking in our first episode mm, um, but okay, gone, great, hi matt, over you. to you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what the podcast is about is basically uh, Gary and myself will have a, a chat um, talking about various aspects of uh, coaching, how it affects our lives and day-to-day, a bit of our own stories, how, how coaching can help other people. Um, does that sound about right to
0: yourself, Gary? Yeah, that sounds about right and everything else in between.
1: Excellent, and I like everything else in between because God knows what this conversation is going to take us. Um, Right, the topic for today is going to be midlife crisis. Um, Partly started from a few articles that I went and read about whether my midlife crisis actually exists and then, um, or whether it still exists and what it actually means to people and is it actually a good thing or is it a bad thing? Um, I will admit to being... Definitely midlife. Um, Gary, I think you might yeah. be nearly there.
0: Yeah, so. no, I'm well and truly there, Matt, even though I wouldn't like to admit it.
1: <laughs> so, where's your midlife crisis then?
0: Do you well, have a midlife crisis? Absolutely, 100%. And it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, oh. I am 47 midlife. Um, and I suppose. My midlife crisis has been going on for quite a while, um, and it's crisis in the best use of the the word. Um, I suppose through I've always been into personal development, kind of like kind of you know finding yourself, as my wife would put it. Um, so I read all those books and all that kind of stuff, but it was only it's only excuse me it's only in the last couple of years that, um, I began to do something about it. So, um, as, as you know, and as you also have, I I gave up alcohol a couple of years ago. Yep. And, uh, that changed the game for me. Um, um, and whether, whether it was, um, midlife that, that prompted me to do that, I'm not so sure. I think it was. Um, but uh, what's happened since has been not, not, you know, not earth-shattering. Not, you know, you're not going to write a, a novel about what's happened in the last two years to me, but or a, or a, anything spectacular. But it's been it's been pretty good for me. I've completed a, a life coaching course and i I've got a diploma now in life coaching. Um, work is going pretty well, um, and all that kind of stuff and really now living life better as they would say in uh when you're no beer yeah see i recognize an awful
1: lot of that I, I would agree with you as well um being interested in sort of the well-being kind of things very similar tract um and definitely giving up alcohol um or becoming alcohol free i prefer to say the more positive mm-hmm. way of looking at it yeah but for me though i think i've done quite a few different things um over the years and i think midlife crisis is almost an insult it's something that when i hear it i think of something negative Hmm. the review reviewing your life and considering purpose considering what purpose might be too strong a word so considering what you might be interested in um things you're curious in and moving on and doing that not just career wise i mean i've been in it for way too long and i think that it's it's now built up to a reasonable career but i've also had lots of interests outside of it and some of them in the past like i took up djing in my mid 30s um I went back to, as I was a musician in my 20s, went back to being a musician about five or six years ago, started recording. And these are the kind of things that, especially as I'm now 54, so when I was 49 or 48, 49, I started recording again and playing in bands. These are the sort of things that could easily be called midlife crisis. And yet I don't think they are. Um, I look at it as I'm interested in doing something. I'll go and do it. And sometimes it's just pushing myself that wee bit further. So I think some people can throw, and I've kind of had it, where someone will th- throw the comment, oh, you're having a midlife crisis. And I don't know whether it's because they're a bit scared or whether it's um, whether it actually is. <laughs> Should you just be doing the same thing forever? And I think that would be a dreadful way to think of
0: things. Yeah, it will be. I, I Life experience. Life experience really um, teaches you that, that that at some point, the path you're on, I think, um, you have to examine it. It just so happens that, that a lot of people examine it around the, what, 40, 45 to 50 um, age group and mm-hmm. if that's a midlife crisis, then fair enough, I'm having one, but I don't really <laughs> care. I don't really care what you call it. I'm, I'm my path to be honest with you we 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 both know this, and this is probably one of the reasons why we're doing this is is our paths are scarily similar uh-huh. um, i'm forty seven um in i t for the last twenty years. we do very similar jobs oh, we do <laughs> um and we are not that far away from each other on on uh having given up alcohol i mean you're 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 couple of hundred days ahead of me probably and I'm two here. years tomorrow wow yeah, I know. Oh, I'm, party. yeah. Um, I'm 600 days uh in I uh, just did yes two weeks yesterday so I'm about probably about maybe eight, six months three five months behind you or something like that yeah um but we we're similar yeah we we're, we're similar and my uh it's funny it feels like in the last two years things have changed a lot in terms of what the you know my outlook on life but they probably haven't that much it's just that the clarity i have now um because there isn't a literally a cloud of alcohol um or you know hangovers or semi-permanent hangovers hanging over me um the, cl- the clarity I have now has allowed me to kind of focus a bit more. The amount of focus you get when you when you uh, have it, uh, you know, have a clear head is pretty life changing. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. It's and this is just before. Just wanted wanted to say here. Just and you'll agree with this. This is not a podcast about giving up alcohol. Um, oh, I couldn't care less what you do. Um, this is a podcast about life coaching and coaching and all that kind of positive mindset stuff. Um just so happens that we we've both done that. Um,
1: we also have both on IT, but we're not yeah, gonna talk no, about
0: We're that not gonna <laughs> talk about that. Either. God no. Um, uh, yeah, so we, we're we we are on the same path. Um we're on a similar path, but but um you've done coaching too. Yep. Yeah, you, you've got you've got a um a qualification in coaching. And um, we're, we've seen what it can do um, in for, I think you'd agree, pretty much anybody. It is. And it's also, it can help
1: in so many different ways. I mean, when I first get into coaching and you're right, um, uh, going alcohol free does give you that bit more clarity and probably energy and i don't mean that that i'm going to run up a mountain or anything Mm -hmm. i'm i'm the least energetic person around um but it, it did give that wee bit more clarity of mind and it was like uh the thing that started me thinking about a hell of a lot of things i mean there was as i said there was different things that i tried musician dj then i get back into the bikes again as in cycling Um, although the sight of me in Lycra is just, no, I can only cycle in the dark It's not an image I want
0: to (laughs) thank you (laughs)
1: Um, but the as as far as the coaching is concerned that's something that um, I was interested in, started doing qualifications in it it, but I always thought that it was oh, it's one to one, it's this, it's that it's the the next thing, you know, it's always about uh, helping someone achieve something massive, but there's so many of the techniques that i've used just in my job um helping day to day helping myself get through things helping um, various team members get through things and i don't mean they were coming to me with uh, tears in their eyes going oh such and such has happened mm. just getting that wee bit of clarity of thought um to get tasks done to mm. achieve certain um goals in a, a a corporate way not just in a, a personal way and uh the techniques of coaching's helped a hell of a lot in that you yeah know, without sitting down and let's doing a life wheel kind of thing um that it does it's proved really useful mm. for for a lot
0: of things yeah and the, the same here with me and i suppose i think this would be a good time for us to, to have a chat about maybe what it is what what coaching actually is yeah what it isn't um uh, we didn't. We didn't talk about this before the podcast, but, but but we didn't talk about much before the podcast. No, in fairness, we didn't. <laughs> that's that's probably a good thing. We won't. Uh-huh. We we'll, we'll leave. Leave whoever <laughs> listens to this podcast to to be the judge of that. We we can't judge how this is going to turn out. Um, my understanding, my my way of 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 thinking about coaching is, um, working. Always working with the premise that the client, and I really hate the word koji, it hate, I hate it, hate it, hate it. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but I hate it. Client, and um, the client uh, has all the answers, yes. Uh, they don't know they have all the answers, um, but the uh, client and uh, but they do now when I was trained um and taught all of my coaching skills advising was a in any form was a i know no uh was completely um banned uh-huh. um, because advising um falls into the the mentoring space uh or even counseling and counselling and coaching are utterly and completely different. Um, I would never profess to have any counselling skills whatsoever. Um, that's my understanding of coaching. Um, uh, and to be honest, in, in, the, in, the, in the time that I have been doing it, I have found in pretty much every case, in fact, I can't think of a case where it isn't true, the client does have all the answers. Yeah, and that's an incredibly empowering thing to think about. That uh-huh. no matter what you do, what you want to do with your life or what you want to do in your life, you you can because you've got all the answers. You don't know you have them, and that's the job of a coach to to pull those out of you. Yeah, completely agree. And um, as
1: I've heard in so many places, and uh, I did uh, some training with uh, James Martin, um, who's uh, a coach from your end of the world as well. Mm-hmm. Um, really good and he constantly says um it's about the question you know you don't have the answer for people but how the quality of your questions bringing that bringing the answers out of the person by the questions that you ask um and I agree with you as well it is definitely not about um, counseling um that's a, a completely different um area but uh sometimes I, I don't know about you, but there's you can sit there thinking you've got you've got an answer, and you you know get there, get there, and you try not to bring it into mentoring, and you shouldn't. And you, but eventually, you've got to remember that the 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 client does have the answers, you know, and it's just breaking it down. And for me, it's almost like problem solving. Um, you mm-hmm. start with a big problem, and you just keep breaking it down and into the the various steps, and then how am I going to build this up? And it's almost, it crops up in so many things. Um, I partly because of the the work that I'm doing um, in IT, you know, I see parallels with project management in a way, you know, Um, the, you know, you're breaking things down, um, you're finding ways to build the, the various parts up. So for instance, myself, um I have uh quite a few things I want to do I want to do more and more with coaching I want to do more with music as well as well as keeping my career going but a career in IT um because I want a career in coaching as well um but these are big goals and so I know that I have to break these down into the smaller goals so that for instance my health has to get better my my fitness general fitness again not running marathons not climbing mountains mountains um I just need to get the general health up and running and a few other things around that so there's almost like building blocks and I think that's what the coach can help with is identifying those building blocks because you can have uh you can you can have the goal of running a marathon, but if you haven't figured out what trainers um, fit you best or suit you, then you're not going to run that marathon. You've got to have those mm-hmm. building blocks. You have to get these things in place. Yeah, And uh, it's not that a coach will come in and tell you, you're right, now you go buy your trainers. Now you go get a nice fitted um, T-shirt or whatever um it's about going right what do you think you need to get to this stage what are the stages you're going to need to get to the, the marathon um and how are you going to achieve each of those stages and if a stage is too big then what how do you break that stage down to achieve it you know again yeah. building blocks lots and lots of building blocks and i think it's it's <laughs> the, the main question is sometimes like, and what do you think you need to do to achieve that? What do you yeah. want to do? What do you need to do to achieve that? Yeah, yeah
0: the, 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 the one thing that, that you just said there a few minutes ago that struck me um, that you probably didn't mean in this, in this way, but I, I would pick up on is problem solving. One of the things that I find about coaching is that when people come to you and tell you that they have a problem that they want to solve, quite often um i i I would like i I would reframe it because these are problems in in people's heads they aren't really prob the problem actually doesn't exist it isn't actually a problem it's just a task that they want to complete and to reframe that into a a positive mindset Uh is um and i know this is what you meant is 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 the task of a uh, a coach, I, I believe, or one of the tasks of a coach is to, you know, um, to get rid of that P word um, because, you know, we've all been, um, you know, we, we've all had managers who's, who've um, tr- trotted out that old line. It's not a problem. It's an opportunity. Oh, God. Um, yeah. So, uh, but you know what? It's a cliche for a reason. Um, uh, it's horrible, but it's, 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 you know, quite often, you know, there are problems and, you know, quite often they, those kind of problems, if they are proper problems, need to be sorted out in other, by other intervention methods like, you know, like counselling. But, you know, if these problems are are, are goal-focused, then, as I said, the, pro- the, the the task of a good coach is to flip them into... Uh, flip the mindset into um, uh, a task breakdown, as you've just uh, uh-huh. there into the tiniest little steps. I was so trying not to
1: say task breakdown or work breakdown structure. I've spent most of this weekend drawing these things out, and I was so trying not to bring that into this. <laughs> well, well, there you go. I've just done that. Ruined all that. Um, but see, something you went and said that you're spot on about the. Um, it not being a problem um and right at the start I went and said for instance with um alcohol free I say that it's uh, it's not that I stopped drinking it's that mm. I became alcohol free I like positive and yet I do like to be positive about things and yet it shows you how easy that you can yeah. let negative things come in so I'm talking about problem solving probably because of uh my background in IT where we yeah. talk about problem solving. Um so it's 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 just the language that I use, but it's so easy to use a negative word. No. And you're right, it hits the mindset. Um for me a problem isn't a negative thing and maybe no. that's that's the, prob- that's well, the that's, problem that's the problem. That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh it, it isn't a negative thing. It's just something that you need to get over. Like you say, it's a task but it also shows how easy it is to, um, to let relatively negative words crop in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it also something else is um, when you went and said, it sounds like a cliche and some, I was wondering, do you think that puts some people off because there, there, there are cliches and you see the memes going around and all the positive statements on Facebook and, and sometimes it can get a little bit, oh, go away.
0: Yeah, um, you know. I do feel it, it. It does put people off, um, but I'm I'm not really sure I have a a good answer as to how to to resolve that. But I'm not. I don't think there is a, a, an answer to resolve
1: it. I just think that it should be remembered that yeah, it's so easy to put out these these statements. I have I the ones I like, and some of them are spot on, and I have a little folder um, of wallpaper on my main PC. That just uh, cycles around all the ones that actually do mean something to me, mm. but there's some. There are some that are just a bit, bit much, and I think that that can put people off. And um, yeah, uh, I agree. Considering coaching is, it's like in the 80s, 90s when management consultancy and yes, I worked for a management consultancy in the 80s and 90s. Um, so I know there was lots of cliches and lots of and um, daft catchphrases. Um, but I think that, that that can sometimes put a, a barrier to people um, when it doesn't have to. You know, I, a coach will talk in the same language as you. It's the the memes that fly around and the um, they, that's all they are. They're just fancy memes to catch your attention on Facebook or, or Instagram mm-hmm. or something. But um, sessions with the coach is, is much different. You know,
0: you do the talking. It is, and it's about, I mean, you know those memes and those those fancy you know positive mindset crap really on yeah. on Facebook on on Instagram and all that sort sort of stuff. That's not about what I always think about that when in you know in terms of coaching and that it's those aren't about you. Um, the coaching session is about you and um, you and you and the coach talking um, and you know. The focus is on you, and that's where or uh, I think a lot of people uh what, what that's where I think the value of of coaching comes in because you know how many times do we actually sit down, any of us, and think about ourselves, think about how we are going to achieve what we want to achieve. We don't do it we're just too busy um we're too busy with our lives, you know we've got yeah. You know, you know, jobs, kids, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it just takes over and we just go from, you know, me included. We go uh, from, and you included, we, we, we go from um, bed to, to get up, to work, to oh, come yeah. home, to watch TV, to bed. And, and you know, and the cycle Con- continues. When do we take time out to actually think about ourselves and, and where we want to to go? And that's not a selfish thing. It really has to be borne in mind that that's not a selfish thing. It's something we all have to do for our own mental well-being, to uh, get a bit of fulfilment in our lives. Um, and that comes back to your very, very first sentence, the midlife thing. Oh yeah, yeah. that's exactly um, what I was thinking. Um, it's 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 just about. I suppose historically, it's just about the time when we hit the the forty. 40- Forty-ish area that we kind of stop for a second, get off the hamster wheel for a second. Say, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Mm. Um, that's not a crisis. That's no. just that's that's just that's just a a common sense approach to just stopping for a second and seeing, you know, is this what I want to be doing for the rest of my life? But because... I think there can be, um, I suppose, a,
1: a little bit of peer group pressure. You know, it's, it's a bit like. Um, drinking you know um, if you're out in a session with drinking who wants to be the first one to finish no one wants to be the first one to finish or or stop so you keep going and uh, I think a bit like with the cliches as well um, it puts people off but also um, it it can almost seem as if if you don't have the support or you don't you you can have a bit of self-doubt and so when you get that part when you're trying to say What what do I want to do? Oh, I've got a notion to do such and such, Um, and the next thing you know, someone's saying to you, "Oh, that's a midlife crisis." And in that way, it's almost a way. It's almost for me the phrase when someone else uses it. um, The phrase is almost a way of trying to keep people down, Mm. um, because they are scared that you're moving on and they want to do things and they might be too scared to actually do it as well. Um, So it, it. I thought about a while ago and i thought um it's almost as if you don't have a midlife crisis other people have the midlife crisis about you having um going on and changing things and as far as you're right about people in their their mid 40s early 50s that's when things start to settle down you've got a wee bit more behind you you know a bit more about who you are and which sounds awful that it takes that long to get to that but i think it does okay you might start a bit earlier than that, but you know what I mean? Um, And so there's more of those chances to do it. And so therefore, more likelihood that you will start doing different things. And it could be the smallest of things. You might go to a book club. You might um, start walking more. You might do park runs. Mm -hmm. You might get into photography, whatever. There's so many things that you can take up that might be a hobby that you could take that wee bit further. And it's great because you have to keep your mind going. I mean, yeah. what's what's that thing about um um neuroplasticity I think yeah. yeah where um you have to start um you don't have to you don't have to do anything but um doing things differently thinking doing new things doing things uh you know taking a different way as as um my wife bought me a mug that says always take the scenic route you know all, always try and do something that a bit different um and yeah. it helps you as you grow, it, it keeps the brain healthy. Mm. And and I think that becomes so important. And I yeah. think that's the part that is for me sometimes accused of being a midlife crisis. It's just you've got to a stage, you've realized there's a wee bit more, you have interests, you've got a bit of confidence, and you move forward and you take those interests up.
0: That's yeah. And there is a there is there is a phrase that really gets up my nose. Because it's taken as gospel truth, and it's absolutely not, and that is you can't teach old dog new tricks, yeah, and the fact is you can, and the fact is that in including actual actual dogs, because I've got four of them <laughs> um, uh, and I know you can um, the, the the thing about that is is that you know you when 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 you're Say the age that we are, mm-hmm. um, and you've probably gotten out of that. You've gotten out of that time of your life, or at least you're. Um, you're not doing what other people have told you to do, as much probably as you would have been in your in your early in your twenties. Oh, very much so. Yeah. So you're kind of doing your own thing now, anyway. Um, so, you know, when you have this, oh God, let's use the term midlife crisis. Let's keep using it. We're, we're running with it now, so let's keep going. Um, once you're having your midlife crisis, you're doing stuff that you want to do. Uh-huh. I don't see it as a complex piece of, you know, of, you know, a complex time in your life. It's 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 the most positive time in your life. Um, and you're right when you said earlier on you don't have to be in your mid-40s. You could, be, you could have a midlife crisis at 25. Whatever it is, it's just that time in your life where you just stop and decide... Um, okay, well, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And you said earlier on about, just a few minutes ago, that you said that these, doesn't, these don't have to be big things. And yeah. the, these changes that you make in your life from what you've been doing for the last however, however number of years, that's, that's so true. They don't have to be huge. Like, for example, I'm in IT and I'm, just about to launch a a coaching career like you like you Mm -hmm. but i'm not going to be leaving it anytime soon no so that stays as is because i like it and Uh it brings it pays the bills um so you don't have to leave your job you don't have to move to you know a hut in tibet you don't have to buy a you don't you don't have to buy the sports car you don't have to leave your wife you don't or your husband you don't you don't have to do all these all this stuff is just is is cliched in a bad way now stopping and 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 just reassessing that's really how we should be thinking about how uh, these 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 times in our lives just stopping and reassessing yeah if the path we're on is the path we want to be on, and if it is, then you know nothing to see here, guys. Move on, mm-hmm. is, keep going, and in large part for both of us, everything is going fine anyway. So we're just oh yeah, keep keep going. But it's just those adding those extra little bits and taking away the other bits that aren't serving us, like alcohol. That's what that's what um that's what a reassessment is. About. Let's call it a reassessment. Let's rename it, Matt. Med-life let's call it, reassessment. Let's go on a crusade yeah the assessment doesn't sound right though (laughs) no because it sounds like you're going to get marked
1: (laughs) sorry your midlife crisis isn't good enough you're really going to have to try harder (laughs) yeah but no i I think you're right and um i think it's it's that assessment And i think where where coaches can help is that some people might just have and this is going to sound a cliche now because of the name of the the podcast, but some people might just have a a notion that that they want to do something different. Hmm. Um, And they might figure it out themselves. uh, They might try different things until they figure something out themselves. And that's great. But other people might not. And sometimes it's just, you know, talking to a coach, I think, or talking to anybody, but especially a coach can help get that focus and a focus to, to realize things. And I don't mean realize, oh, I'm here or anything like that. I mean, just to to, to realize that ambition or, or that notion mm. or, or to put you in the right direction to the hobby that you've always wanted or many yeah. hobbies or whatever. You know, and I think not everybody needs it, but sometimes it can just help get that clarity and that focus. I think that's where coaches come in and can help. Especially I'd actually us.
0: slightly disagree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well you know i would i would say that i haven't met anybody yet um i don't believe that that would benefit from a little a little bit of coaching i you say not everybody needs it but i i, I think pretty much everybody could benefit from it from from it um uh, you know maybe like uh, your one session two sessions are usually you know we know we all know that three or four is probably the optimal but um it's yeah it's a thing um I suppose it's isn't this um well what i find anyway is it it's it's very american um yeah it's an american i suppose american idea and um people over this side of the pond are skeptical they're a bit more skeptical than um than possibly um our other um american friends um so it's probably not caught on as he, as much here. Yes, yes. But that goes back to the the, the cliches and and what
1: have you. Yeah. The, the memes on Facebook that uh, puts people off. Um, and I would say yeah, maybe people this side of the Atlantic that it's, it's more. Um, they're
0: not. They're so not used to talking.
1: Yeah, and they they might not be so used to talking about things, and they keep ever. Uh, oh, now we're really getting into cliches. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> The Americans keep talking, and uh, we don't. You know, um, and that's just such a cliche that's just nonsense. Um, but I think it is growing. I think people's um, needs and realization and and openness is is growing. Uh, I don't think it is as much um, certainly from when I, I was a kid or something like that, where you you did not talk about hmm. um, feelings. You know, it ha- it has grown quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so I, I think there is scope there for coaches but I think there is and I actually think it's healthy to have uh, uh, to question things you know not just to go oh yeah coaching that's going to be the thing for me that's the panacea that's going to get everything um, uh, he, by the way here's a, a glib statement that will send you on your way um, I think it, it's quite healthy to question these things
0: 100. but at 100%. the
1: same time I also think that uh, coaching is really useful for helping things, and I, I would say that yeah, okay. As far as coaching as a business is concerned, everybody needs coaches. But a practical part of it in me thinks that um, not everybody needs coaches.
0: Most people will benefit from it, but I don't think that everybody mm, needs. I see. It. Yeah, I, I I see where you're coming from now, and I, I agree with that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the. The, the the um the, yeah people can just uh, you know they they choose the path they want to go down and you uh-huh. know, if that happens happens to involve a coach good and well and if it doesn't it doesn't um no there's a couple of things I wanted to say here but I th- I think we've missed mm-hmm. um you know what you introduced me and you introduced yourself. But no, we didn't tell anybody about who we are, or where we're from or what we're doing or, you know. That's that true. There uh, you oh, go. On, you, you start. <laughs> OK, well, I'm, 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 uh, Matt said, uh, I, as Matt said, my name is Gary, Gary Allen from Galway in the west of Ireland. I'm um, not actually, strictly speaking, from Galway. I've been living here for 20 years and been a little further, a little from a little bit further east of here. Um. I, I am an IT engineer, I'm the coach, um, software engineer, uh, I have been married to Linda for 20 years, 19 years and uh, we've got four dogs and two cats and um, that's about it, we, there's not much more to say, um, I'm sure there will be as we go on. but uh, There's not that much to say but uh... I've heard you saying a few other things, like the sailing, which is... Oh, yeah, that's you know, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sailing and, and swimming, too. To uh-huh. Sailing and swimming and bits and pieces like that. And reading, reading. I'm a bit passionate. I'm a bit 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 of a nerd about reading. I mean, I've got more books on my Kindle than than uh, is, is strictly decent. Uh, it's probably a bit obscene, but anyway. I actually, I might have to buy a Kindle
1: because I accidentally bought a book for a Kindle the other day and I don't have one. I I was wondering why why I wasn't getting an email to
0: say it will be delivered or something. (laughs) It's like buying a tire and not having a car, mat.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Apart apart from the the sailing, um, uh, you could almost change names and it would be the same. Um, My name is Matt McCormick. I'm from Glasgow. Um, not living in Glasgow now, but still living in Scotland, and uh, I have worked in it for the best part of 30 years. Uh, husband, dad, um, played around as being a musician, DJ, stopped at, and um, also a coach. Um, and I enjoy doing all of that. Mm. Um, and that, that's pretty much that's, that's a summary of me hopefully we can do lots of episodes and i can remember other bits of me and tell you then but that that's pretty much a summary yeah.
0: of, of me but the, the the other thing i suppose for the people's sanity um to 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 let them know is that uh, it we'll see how it goes but but it hope we're hoping that it it's not just going to be us that we yes. just gonna uh-huh. people on here as uh-huh. well I, i've spoken to a few people who
1: would be interested in coming along for a chat as well and yeah. hopefully, as as the episodes go along, um, we can get more and more interest from from people to come along. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, what we said and what we will say has interested people. Well, it's yeah. interested me. It's amused me on a, and I'll be honest, it's
0: amused me on a Sunday morning. Um, uh, yeah. And and also, it's important, I think, for me to say here, get this out in public once and for all at the very beginning. This podcast was not my idea. I'm a hanger-on here. This was Matt McCormick's idea. All credit should go to Matt McCormick, not me. I'm just the hanger-on and am. Um, uh, um, if this is a massive success on iTunes, we go to number one on iTunes. Um, I'll take a bit of credit then. I I'll hope you me, do. <laughs> I'll take a bit of money money to then if it comes with it but uh (laughs) the the birth of this was was in glasgow or is in scotland not in galway well well we'll we'll claim we'll
1: claim it we'll claim joint um because uh, yeah yeah because it it wouldn't exist if the two of us weren't talking to each other it would be very dull if i was just talking to myself um but yeah uh, um Oh yeah, and I suppose being west of Scotland, I do claim a little bit of Irish ancestry as well. Hmm. Because I'm second generation Scots and my family well, coming from
0: Ireland. Wait, a bit a name like McCormick, I mean, there has to be something there somewhere. Yeah, it, it doesn't
1: even spell like the Scottish version of it, you know. Yeah. The only time I've ever seen it spelt like that um, has been related to Irish things. And if the first time I've ever seen it on a shop... Was when I went across to and um, visited Ireland a few years back. And I was hoping to see, because everybody kept saying, oh, it's an Irish name, it's an Irish name. But even in Ireland, that spelling's not that common, you know, which mm. was quite annoying. I thought it was just suddenly going to be
0: swamped by relatives or something. Yeah. But no, yeah, you've got an is... I there where there should really be an A. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and as, as it happens, actually, as it happens, I'm exactly the opposite. Um, Alan, Alan is a, um, as I as I know, as I have ever I've always been informed, Alan's a quite a, a Scottish name. Uh-huh. Um, so um, my ancestors uh, uh, have been from a farm in County Roscommon in mid in kind of Midwest of Ireland for the last squillions of years. But uh, sometime in the d- dim and distant past, they were Scottish. So, uh-huh. Anyway, we're probably related, Matt. You never know. It's because, as
1: everybody knows, you know, if you live in Scotland or Ireland, you know everybody else. anyway. Any, so, anyway, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, I think that that's probably a reasonable time for us to finish up. So, mm, excellent. Yeah. You know, I, I I tried to figure out how to start this, but I don't know how to actually say, "Oh, that's us." Yeah, well, from maybe that's us. But well, that that
0: is. And you know, how I was really nervous doing this for the last, and so were you. Yeah, um, but we um. Right there we are. We've been talking for how how long? I've no idea how long we've talked. Uh We're The time is currently right? about forty minutes. Yeah, and yeah. that's enough. Yeah. So when once you chop and change this, we'll we'll probably get down to half an hour or so. Like or whatever. Two minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that's us. That notion yep. podcast, uh, episode one, done and dusted. Yep, done and dusted. Thank you very much, and, and
1: hopefully you'll sure. we'll tune in
0: again. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.